Hello and welcome to the Conversation Is podcast, the TCIP, with the magician Ash Hughes and the hierophant Charlie Pitson. Today we are covering uh, Kimba the White Lion. Ah, uh, uh, uh? What do you mean? Hold on. Black Panther. What? Conversation is Lion King. Directed by Roger Allers and Rob Minkoff, with a screenplay by Irene Mechie, Jonathan Roberts, and Linda Wolverton. Released in 1994. Banging. So, what we're going to do, we'll watch the film and we'll see where the conversation is going to end up. But today is The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, I've seen this from, well, the last time I saw it was. About two nights ago, you put a picture up on Instagram. I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> um, right, but right, so I'm going to confess something now. Now, usually okay. when we've done, done these, I've watched the film at least at least twice before. I have not watched this one. I don't know why I'm watching it on the laptop when we got the TV. Um, I haven't watched this once other than today, other than maybe in the last six months, because I physically cannot watch this film without crying. Like, yeah. in fact, I'll probably cry in this. <laughs> but I also need like a week after watching the film to like just get over it. Yeah. And that that's I'm not like joking. I genuinely this film really affects me. So I haven't watched this in, in revision, so to speak. Well I'm gonna trump that and say the last time I saw this film, apart from the last two days, was fifteen years ago. Oh, really? That long years ago, yeah. Why yeah. just just haven't watched I don't got, know. Like... I don't know. I just kind of stopped watching animated films really young. Like, yeah, I guess. I think it's when I got thrown into the whole Kevin Smith thing at like eight yeah. years old. Uh, I was just like, "Once your innocence was lost, this is way better." <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would I don't know I, I don't know because I I was never fussed I was never particularly fussed on it until definitely later in life until I think I was like maybe fifteen sixteen yeah and then I I don't know I think I wasn't emotionally mature enough to appreciate it. No. And then I think just one day I was just like, oh my god, this film is incredible. It's like Hamlet a bit, though. Like, I know, yeah, yeah, I know it's like directly like parallel to Hamlet, but it's still amazing. And I mean, it is a rip off of Kimber the White Lion, but yeah, that's that's what we mentioned about that. <laughs> is it the Chinese film? Uh, yeah, Japanese, I think. Because Disney thought this was going to be a flop because it's like an original story. Mm. And it's like it's literally a rip off. <laughs> oh, they almost made a... scene by scene. That's it. Kimber the White and is it, um, animated. Yeah, I think it's, it's Japanese, 1950s, 60s. 1950 to 1954, yeah. Yeah, 54. Fuck, that's. Well, so, that, yeah. original, that was the original one, the manga, sorry. The anime TV series was 65, 66. 65, yeah. 66, yeah. Still fucking ages ago. <laughs> I knew it was 50s, 60s. Um, it's good. I mean,. It is good. Uh, think of Lion King as the remake. Yeah. The American remake. Yeah. Because but it's, really it's quite good. old as well. Really good remake. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal, man. So this has been out 25 years now? 25 years, yeah. 1994. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the new one is out on the 19th of July, then? new one is out this... Is that Friday or Wednesday? F- Friday, I think, yeah. Friday. I think I might go and see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch that as well. I, I definitely go. So, you know, like the very start, 
what they say. Do you know it translates as luck, it's a lion, it's a baby lion, or something like that? Like the literal no. translation of it in Swahili is something along the lines of luck, it's a lion, it's a baby lion. Genuine. What? <laughs> yeah. Check it out. I'll look at it. It's something very close to that. Oh, June 24th, 1994, so almost like 25 years. They should have released the new one on the exact same day. What, what date was it? Did you say June 24th? June 24th, yeah. Yeah, they should have, yeah. They should have. Missed up It's probably, it could have been on like a Sunday though, so they would have nah. <laughs> um, what am I checking out? Uh, the translation at the start of Lion King. I think it's translation, Circuit of Life. Um, here comes a lion, father, oh yes, it's a lion. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> That's madness. Oh yeah. It sounds so much more majestic. Here comes a lion, father. Oh yes, a lion. Here comes a lion, father. Oh yes, it's a lion. A lion. <laughs> We're going to conquer a lion, a lion, and a leopard. Oh, a leopard. <laughs> Come to this I open. I swear, place. there's no leopards in this nuts. film. There's no leopards in this film. Are you sure? I, I don't think there are. Hmm. I mean, it's not. There's certainly not a big enough deal to put in the song. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, I mean, hyenas, baboons, hyenas, yeah. maybe. But leopards, come on! The only man. thing I have a problem with this film is, is the reverb. Yeah. On their voice, it just sounds weird. Uh, it's a bit. It's a, it just feels like they're all just standing in a hallway talking. Like. I mean, it's because he's in a cave at the minute, but scars like that anyway. But scars in a lot of caves. This is where yeah, he hangs point, about. Because yeah. be prepared, as like a real echoey song. Yeah. Sounds like he's singing it in an empty theater. I'm so excited for the new one, though. I can't, honestly. Uh, i got mixed feelings. Like, I'm excited for it, but also, like, the nostalgia goggles. Yeah. Have got me a little bit kind of on the fence for it. I'm looking forward to John Oliver, though. With Zazu. Uh, I don't know. Because when I look at Zazu, I always, I just think John Oliver with the eyes, you know, the the glasses. Again, like I said, it, it goes back to the nostalgia goggles, where, like, once they first announced this, I was like they got to have the exact same cast as I'm not interested. Yeah. And I'm still interested, even though it's just Mufasa, though I do really think Jeremy Irons should still be Scar, because Jeremy yeah. Irons uh, is so iconic as Scar now. Is it sure tell LG4 who's playing him now? i got no idea. I thought it was Idris Elba, but I think that's because I wanted Idris Elba to play him. I was very much on the campaign for Idris Elba as Scar. Oh, he would have been amazing, yeah. Been really good. Yeah, it is. Uh, should we tell LG4? If I'm saying his name right? Yeah. Because, probably not. Like, Timo, uh, Timon and Pumba, that's great cast. Oh, it's Billy well. Eichner, yeah. He's got that, um, like, like, whiny voice is great, like man. Seth Rogen's going to Have you seen it. him in Parks and Rec? Um, Craig? I don't think I have. Oh, no. he's good in that, man. Oh, Craig Robson would have been good as well. As Pumba. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Seth Rogen is Timon. Or Jay Baruchel. Yeah. <laughs> So, fun fact about Rafiki, a little bit of character background. Uh, Rafiki first gets introduced to the family when he's saved by Scar because he's being attacked by the three hyenas. And then Scar and Mufasa's father decided to take him in. So, Scar first discovered Rafiki. Well then. Yeah, that's from uh, one of the crappy little books they done back in the 90s that I'm pretty sure technically aren't canon. But fuck it, it is now. James Earl Jones, uh, like, 
it, it is good that if they were going to get absolutely anyone back for this film, it's James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, definitely. I bet any money that they've just recorded him going through the entire dictionary in case he dies for, like, Star Wars, in case <laughs> yeah. he can do any Darth Vader stuff, so they can just throw it together. Every word in assistance. No, I guarantee it. I bet yeah. that. I guarantee Imagine that. Imagine that, like, in sort of Toaster London style, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I bet, I bet you, you somewhere. A? I bet a. you somewhere on Pablo Hidalgo's shelf there is a hard drive with James yeah. Earl Jones saying every single word in existence. Guarantee it. Forget this raid on Area 51. Let's raid uh, Lucasfilm and find it. Well, like fanboys. Yeah, like <laughs> fanboys, yeah. We can steal it then and we can get him to do like, the voiceover for the podcast. Yeah. The introduction every week. Because <laughs> we've had every word in existence. <laughs> yeah. He's even recorded words that don't even exist yet. Uh, exactly. So you buy in the Circle of Life speech? Educational? No. No? No. Why not? I don't know. Uh, it's a very <laughs> clear and concise picture. I just wanted an, I just wanted an opposing opinion just so you could... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no, I don't. <laughs> I struggle with this scene now because... Um, South Park do a parody of it called, or a spoofez, as we like spoofers. to call it on the cast. <laughs> uh, South Park do a spoof of it where spoofers. Mr. Hanky's talking with his son and it's called like the Circle of Pooh. Oh, I yeah. can't get it out of my head. Yeah. I, oh, I remember that one. That's quite old as well, isn't it? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, Mr. Hanky got original, like, killed off, didn't he? Like, um, Mr. Hanky got killed, not, I don't think killed off recently. Like, they done an episode which was taking the... Uh, or spoofers in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taking the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole Apu controversy with the Simpsons. Yeah. And they were like, oh, Mr. Hankey, he's, he's too offensive, South Park now. And then they yeah. send him to live in uh, in Springfield. So they've like written him out of South Park permanently now, or at least for now, permanently, Fucking by sending him to Springfield. Um, but it's the one with his kid, and, and one of the kids is like really stupid, but he's got like a peanut stuck in his head. Yeah. And it seems <laughs> like Cornwallis. <laughs> Cornwallis. <laughs> oh my god. Cornwallis poo. <laughs> this is a beautiful looking film, though, isn't it? Uh, the, I'm a really big fan of animations with beautiful colours. Um, mm. Like a little known animation that I think is just incredible because it's just so pretty to watch yeah. is Book of Life or Book of Love I, know, Book I, of I think it's called Book of Life I'll double check it now Book of Life Book of Life yeah uh, honestly it's one of the most prettiest films I've ever seen it's so many like beautiful colours and the light Coco was really beautiful looking film did you watch that? Yeah, and I, Coco's a little bit of a rip-off of, of this. Yeah, I was going like, to say, just looking at the poster yeah. alone, yeah. It's got the same. Because I think this came out in, like, 2014. Yeah. And then Coco, I think it's 16? Or 18, or I think. 18. And Coco is a little bit of a rip-off of it, but it's a very good film. It's got great, like, music in it. Yeah. They're all, like, cover songs, but, like, with the actors covering them in the, like, style of the film, it's really Oh, that's really a really cool. good cast as well. Diego Luna. Yeah. So is Aldana, Channing Tatum, Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube Ron plays God. Perlman. Ice, yeah, Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman plays uh, a demon called Zabalba. He's not Hellboy then? No. <laughs> well oh, don't get me started on Hellboy, man. Mm. Right, so I watched the new Hellboy this week, David Harbour. My biggest concern, and we're going to do spoilers because we spoke about it a little bit last week, and it's fine to speak about it this week. Oh, it's been out a while now. 
Right, so David Harbour dies at the end of this series of Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, he sacrifices himself. And from what I've read, it looks like they're making he- more Hellboy films. Let me tell you, I'm a little concerned that David Harbour may have traded in Stranger Things for the Hellboy franchise. Yeah. Which is a big mistake. because Well, there's only one more season anyway, so... Are they only doing one more well, season? Well, I've, I've read, uh, at mm. least you've seen the video all about saying they're doing four I, seasons. I'll buy that when... When they actually say they're done, I think because I, th- I, I don't think they want to like flesh it out. You know, I think they're gonna milk like you know, kind of like the Game of Thrones. If they did any more, they uh, should have done more. But you know, um, I don't know. I think they're gonna milk Stranger Thing for at least another three years, at least. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I really hope he hasn't traded Stranger Things for Hellboy because that Hellboy movie, I got f- about fifty minutes in and I turned it off because it was so bad. 15 or 50? 50, about 50 minutes, yeah. That's like half the film. David, he, he's great, isn't it? But it's very easy to be the best in a very bad thing. Yeah. I mean, like, the acting's not great. The dialogue is awful. It's just... And it's, it, it's like five films just crammed into one. Well, isn't this his, like, first proper, like, big-budget film as well? So, like, maybe he thought, oh, I'll do this and that. Get, get yeah, like I said, I don't think he's the problem. Uh, like, I could absolutely see a Hellboy film with him working... Yeah, but maybe in a better direction. This just isn't it. Who directed anyway? What's it called, Hellboy? I think it's just Hellboy. Um, oh, I thought it was like Hellboy something. Like one minute oh, he's in like Mexico fighting a vampire. Neil Marshall. Then he's in fucking England chasing giants. The guy who did this uh, directed Blackwater episode of Game of Thrones, which is one of the best episodes what? ever. Yeah. Honestly, uh, man, with one of the Tyrion's monologue. Battles. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, what else he done? Um, Centurion. Ah, oh, Centurion's good with Michael Fassbender. Doomsday. Uh, who's that? No idea. Dog Soldiers. That was actually really good. Do you know what? I I haven't watched Dog Soldiers in ages. I get the feeling that's a film that probably hasn't aged too well. Oh no way! But like, it's such a nostalgic. Kind oh of yeah, I remember it being like. Probably six or seven watching that and being like, whoa. I think it's very much the aliens of our generation. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get you. Yeah. For a comparison. But like way more low budget. Well, aliens, al- well, Alien is low budget. I well, think, was it? Relatively, I suppose. I think it was. So I believe they put, they built the entire ship or something and they like they shot it. Like, it was very claustrophobic. Yeah. Or it's, oh, man. It seemed... Yeah, Hellboy's not Ooh. great. Um, oh, which reminds me as well about Stranger Things. Not seeing as I've had this feedback about last week. Right, let me just say, if you didn't realise that Hopper was going to die at the end of this series of Stranger Things, you were not paying attention. That's all I'm putting it out there. Don't come at me saying I'm talking rubbish. You haven't been paying attention. Particularly to the D&D game Mike, Lucas and Will play. If you pay attention to that, it tells you everything you need to know about the end of Stranger Things. And it's like episode three. So people but saying, oh, I didn't see that coming. You need to pay more attention. <laughs> right, so just wait to be, can't wait to be king song. Do you think this is going on in Simba's head or not? Because the colours are all flipped and... Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah? So this is all in his imagination. Yeah. I think most of the songs are in their own imagination. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think Be Prepared is. I think that's very much going on. No, true. Kuna Matata seems like it's going yeah. on at the same time. Obviously, because he ages through the film, the, the, the film, the song. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I've I've listened to the new version and it's amazing. Yeah, like I said, I'm staying away from the, sound, the soundtrack like the until is, I got the film because I want to see it in context. I was context. Pumba sings at least a little bit more than I think in this than he does in in uh, the new one because obviously I don't think Seth Rogen yeah. is like a singer. I mean, he's, yeah, he's because um, I saw an interview with him on I think it was Kimmel and um, he was saying he did like 36 takes and just like Hans Zimmer wow. and Pharrell who produced it. Um, which is like, oh, but I think he's just like. So, what about that? Where the rhino's like sitting on top of him? Because that's not. No, oh, he's generally just getting fucking like. It's crushed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Beyonce, though, as Nala? That's great casting. Yeah? Yeah, I mean. Do you think do you think they'll give her way more dialogue than Nala actually has? Uh, I've already seen that Nala has more to do. Um, I don't think it's so much because it's Beyonce. I just think it makes sense. Yeah. Right. So the Elephant Graveyard. This is where I'm going to bring in the first segment ever called... I'm making this up as I go along. Okay. The name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to call it Banger or Shiter. Oh, oh, that's a good name. Okay. Right. So it's Banger or Shiter. Welcome to the first ever Banger or Shiter. So we're at the Elephant Graveyard scene. Where, uh, what I want to do is, I'm going to lay on you three fan theories relating to The Lion King, right? Okay. And what I want you to tell me is, is the theory a banger, or is the theory a right shiter? Okay. So the first of these theories is to do with Zazu, right? Okay. So the theory is that Zazu is a traitor. Okay. That Zazu sets all this up. So the evidence... Is that Simba treats Zazu very poorly. Yeah. He even tells him he's going to fire him when he becomes king. So, out of fear for his job and where the monarchy is heading, Zazu makes a deal with Scar to get rid of Simba. A la the elephant graveyard scene. Okay. Further evidence is when Scar actually does the deed, Zazu panics, thinking yeah. he was just going to kill Simba, not Mufasa. Yeah. Starts to fly off to tell people, but Scar knocks him out. When Zazu comes back around, he doesn't tell anyone. He doesn't say, oh, Scar knocked me out, or Scar stopped me getting help before the king died. Yeah. So was Zazu in on the plan to overthrow Mufasa? Ooh, that's really good. Yeah, and consider this. So we were talking about it, I think it was before we were recording. Yeah. But Lion King is based on Hamlet. Yeah. So the character oh, is Hamlet. We did <laughs> Nala is like based on Ophelia. Uh, Scar is Claudius, obviously. Yeah. Portrays the, uh, the king. Simba is obviously Hamlet. Zazu is Polonius. Okay. Who, in the Hamlet play, is the king's advisor, but also betrays him. So ah. if Zazu is based on Polonius. Do you think Zazu is a traitor? So theory. <sighs> Is there a banger or is there a shite there? Oh, it's so convincing. Like, really convincing. I think I like. I think it's a nice little theory until you take in the Hamlet consideration. Then I think the Hamlet consideration, I think, is the... Yeah, it push, pushes, the cherry it, like, on pushes it, like, it to 11, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm going to go for a banger. Banger? Yeah, no banger. bangers and mash. So the first one's a banger, okay. Our second theory is to do with uh, Simba. Okay. So the drought. Yeah. Obviously the big 
climax of the film is Simba and Scar fighting and the whole drought and the rain and all that. Yeah. So this theory is that the drought is actually Simba's fault because, as we know, as Mufasa explains, when the great kings die, they turn into a cloud and whatnot. Yeah. So if the cloud is wherever Simba is, then that means that's where the rain's going to be because obviously clouds means rain. Ooh. So if Simba's away with Timon and Pumbaa in the little rainforest, yeah, then the clouds are with him, which is why the drought is caused over the Pride Lands. And then when Simba comes back to the Pride Lands to fight Scars, because the clouds are far, and that's why it starts raining again. That's our second theory. Banger or shite there? <sighs> Banger. Yeah, you buy yeah, that. Yeah. So clouds cause rain. Yeah, Scientific I mean, fact. like, I mean, I don't know the science behind that, but yeah. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I thought it's a banger. They seem quite convincing. Like, it's not too much thought yeah. into it. It's it, it's quite simplistic, like. And the third one is, right, so the third one is an existing theory, but with my own little cherry on it. Okay. So the base of the theory is that Basically, the whole entire plot of this Lion King is false propaganda. That Simba is telling his kingdom, because, as you know, uh, history is written by the victors. Simba beats Scar, so Simba gets to say whatever he wants. Now, looking at the evidence, the hyenas are very much second-class citizens in the Pride Lands. Yeah. Neglected. Scar takes those hyenas in, makes them part of his kingdom. Yeah. Very Nazi-esque images during Be Prepared. I mean, it couldn't be any more obvious. Yeah. Um, but my little cherry on this is at the end of this, we see... Yeah, is it Kiara from the second one, his daughter? Uh, Kiara and Kovu. Uh, yeah. So we see Kiara. We lift her up. I think this film is Simba telling Kiara the story of how he became king but embellishing the truth to make Scar look a lot worse than what he was. <sighs> fuck. Uh. Bang so convincing. What the fuck? Like, Are you not ready for the like intenseness of my evidence? <laughs> yeah. I generally <laughs> thought it was just like... Arguments. It's so convincing, yeah. Like, fuck. I'm not even on the fence. I'm just like already on a banger, but I, I need to say shiter. <laughs> just, just, just like I've got one more. I've got one, no, one more. more. Hopefully, right, because I'm going to go bang on that one again. Theory. Hopefully, this well, one I is think this one's pretty convincing as well. It's really short, right? Okay. So, this goes down to the only male lions we see in the film are Simba, Mufasa, and Scar. Yeah. So, who is Nala's father? It's either Mufasa or Scar. Now, an adult Nala has blue and green eyes. Her mother has blue eyes, but who do we know that has green eyes? Scar himself. So, Scar must be Nala's father. Otherwise, the only other option is Simba's committing incest, and they'd be two-headed lions. So, well, for this one, I'm gonna go for like they probably didn't really think that was a big deal, so I'm gonna go for Shaita. Shaita. Yeah, the other three yeah. seem like. Um, there's not as it, much it evidence. It's like a little backstory that they, they, they'd already kind of played to like make people think about it. It wasn't yeah. just like a theory. It feels like it's actual 
like there things that are but there. This just feels like that is a fan theory. Like, oh, it would be funny if because just the, the coincidence of their eye color. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a way to explain away some Disney incest. Some yeah, and even if it is a Disney thing, incest. I don't know. I think a shiter. Yeah, shiter. Yeah, shiter. Yeah, we got three bangers and a shiter. Three bangers and a shiter. <laughs> <laughs> we might rename that one next week. No, I like it. Banger and shiter. Yeah. Banger or shiter. Banger or mash. Oh, talk about Eric Andre. That's one of the hyenas. Who were the uh, yeah, Keegan who Michael the Key and oh, um, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I know the entire cast f- for some reason. For some Research reason. purposes, oh, obviously. So I can research. I so I could see more of someone's on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There's a film uh, with that came out I think maybe last year, 2018. Uh, yeah. With James Franco and. Brian Cranston in. Oh, it's Florence Kasumba. She was in uh, Captain America: Civil War. She was, I think she's in Infinity War as well. She plays. She's um Ao, Ao, one of uh, the Charles like uh, bodyguards. Uh, the, other yeah, than, uh, um, she's the main one. She, oh no, no not the main one. No, that's Danny. Uh, Danny Guerrero. Yeah. Um, yeah, she plays the other one, but she's not. She hasn't got much screen time, obviously, because yeah. she's not. I mean, Wobby uh, Goldberg was amazing as well. Like, they should have got her back. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Andre's an amazing man. Have you seen the photo of them? The casting photo? They're all in it. I am. Jill Jones. I've honestly stayed away from everything to do with it, other than I watched the first trailer. Um, yeah. Because I'm just afraid that it's going to be amazing, just the style of goggles are going to taint it a bit for me. <laughs> so, yeah, just in case you can hear it, uh, for the first time recording with my two dogs in the room, and one of them is snowing, I think it's Ace. So if you can pick up on that. That's what that is. It's very cute, though. Yeah, he's proper settled in. Loving it. Yeah. He's loving Easy it. Man. What's the best song in the film, do you think? Uh, I just can't wait to be king. Yeah, I think that's the most, like, sing-along one. It was only because I had this um, Disney tape collection as a kid, and it was one of the songs on there, and I just kept replaying it all the time. Like, that's the only real thing I remember from this film. Like, you know, other than, like, the sort of the songs, but... Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what the song existed. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, a bit more uh, character information that's not in the film. First time Scar meets the three hyenas is also when he meets Rafiki. Like I said, they attack him. Scar yeah. saves him. And then they become buddies. And his original name, so obviously his name isn't Scar. That would be stupid. Yeah. Like uh, fucking Captain James Huck from Peter yeah. Pan. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's terrible writing. Why would you name your character James Huck and then give him a hook for a hand? That's just fucking <laughs> That's lazy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a good name though, isn't it? James Huck. Could have no, I know, it, but <laughs> like, that would be the absolute last thing you'd want then. <laughs> like, give me anything other than a hook for a hand. Do you mean? Because people give me, just, just give me another place. hand though. Yeah. So Scar's real name is Tarka. Tarka, okay. Yeah. And he originally got the scar when he was attacked by a water buffalo. Yeah. And he adopted the name of Scar to remember the sheer embarrassment of being taken out by a water buffalo and <laughs> saved by Rafiki. Is this real? Yeah. <laughs> Actual. A water buffalo. Yeah, water buffalo. I, I did have the water buffalo's name, but I forgot I'm so now. Embarrassed. It's something mad like Mavis. Mavis the water buffalo. <laughs> Sounds like a type of bread. Mavis. 
It is a great way to take away from Maybe. a character's like utter bad badassness to yeah. have him taken out by a woman called Mavis. Well, that's at the whole um. And then saved by Ruby. <laughs> a water buffalo called Mavis. Yeah. I don't think it is Mavis. I've but, totally um, made that up. Was it um? Oh. Nick Fury. How <laughs> you find out his scar was fucking uh, a cat cat scram. Like, out of all that, you think it's some embarrassing, and it's just like actual, just a cat scrammed his eye. And that's In, why he's uh, like, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, he's blind then. Nah. Stupid, isn't it? I can't find it now. But it, it's part of, like, what I said, one of those really short picture books they done back in the 90s to go along with the film that explains the backstory me me it might not water be buffalo it's something mad that be our new it's mascot <laughs> me missing the water buffalo oh yeah that's amazing that's some fun fact trivia for you like yeah do you want another one another one that's just as funny yeah pomba's last name is Dumba. smith <laughs> pomba smith and that's uh, mentioned in the Timon and Pumba TV series from the early 2000s. Oh, my God. I got another great one as well. I got, I'm f- honestly, Pumba's they went so extra with the Lion King franchise. Another classic Pumba fact that, you know, just, just needed to be filled in. We needed this backstory. He's got an uncle named Bowris. <laughs> Who's a Russian ballet pig dancer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't keep this in. Like, oh, you buying that pun, <laughs> Boris? He's a he's a gay Russian dancer. No, he's just a Russian ballet pig dancer. <laughs> I don't know where you got he was gay from. <laughs> That's, like, oh, that's why sometimes I wish we were filming because you got like actual for, like, tears in your <laughs> Like it's actually put us out for much longer than it's going to seem. Uh, I'm sweating. Oh, that zoom. That zoom. The stampede. First time CGI is used in an animated film. Is it? This scene, yeah. No way. It is nuts though, isn't it? Ah. Isn't there like a video game where you have to survive this? And it's uh, like on the PS1, and it's just fucking nuts. I, I don't think I could do it. Do you know what? The only Disney video game I ever remember was the Hercules one. Oh, don't get me... St- I, f- oof, I could not complete that game. I had it on the PC, and I, I remember I remember the mission with Medusa, like where you had the mirror shield extremely well. I remember the mission where you got to save the dolls really well. Oh. And I remember the mission where you got to run away from the Cyclops very well. And I think that was where I got stuck then. I got stuck around the first mission. Did you ever play Atlantis? Ah, uh, yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. That was probably one of the best um, film... Ah, oh, man, I, f- I forgot about those. Like, 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 those early... Because you can actually go on the ship at the start. You go on... Yeah. The sh- oh, man. It's like free room. Yeah, to a point, yeah. It's like the first two Harry Potter games. The first oh. two Harry Potter games were much better than, like, the way later Tell ones. What, I saw that on... In CEX... On original Xbox. Which one? 22 quid. Which one, though? Chamber of Secrets one. or the Philosopher's Stone? I got the Chamber of Secrets, wow. Prisoner of Azkaban, and I got Goblet of Fire. I think that one's Prisoner of Azkaban is like the cut off. The that last yeah, that was, that was in the free roam in, though. You can just go in the castle. Yeah. That was amazing. For a game, you know, 2002, like, we didn't, I mean, you had a few, you had like Morrowind and stuff oh, like man. that. Do you know what I'd like to see? I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I would love to see uh, like a prequel series on like HBO. 
like uh, like when the castle was first built, like the four houses, the four heads. Oh yeah. Or is it Godric Gryffindor? Oh, they just swear, do they? Yeah, and they're all mockumentary style. Like yeah, yeah. That's they're a all like rutting through the fucking sorting hat. Like. Yeah. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> I got Gryffindor. A mockumentary Harry Potter prequel on oh, HBO. That would be brilliant. Oh man. We're gonna make this. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, you could do a really good like mockumentary in Harry Potter. You do it. I think I think everything I need to do needs to be a mockumentary from now on. Like a Ministry of Magic style. Oh, like yeah, Parks yeah. And Rec office. Like a, bit like a Wellington Paranormal spin-off show, isn't it? Like oh, yeah. the Ministry oh, of Magic. Man. Yeah, that's an idea. Good title as well. Yeah. What would you, and then what would you call the first, uh, the prequel series? Four Houses? Uh, like Four I Lions? Don't <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I know so little about the Harry Potter universe. It's ridiculous. So something witty. Yeah, or Harry Something Potter funny. and the Four Houses, and then yeah. in, in brackets. Or, or, or just call it, Harry call it Hogwarts. Just call it Hogwarts. Hogwarts, yeah. Hog of Warts. A Wart Hog. Yeah. Yeah. Pumba. Pumba Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get back into the film. Pumba Smith. Harry Potter I can't watch to Hogwarts to Wart Hog to Pumba. There we go. Yeah, this scene, yeah. Should we just... And covering my pain up with humour. Yeah. I'm what hogs. It looks like I've been smoking in front Pumba of like, on my TV and just been building it directly on my TV. It's got like a <laughs> nicotine tint. It's really good though. It works. It's probably one of the best looking animated films. I yeah. Even even now. Like it's just the colour like I said, I, I I'm like I'm like I really need to get the four K Blu ray oh, version yeah, of this because really I got the ten eighty version. I got the ten eighty version. And um, it is stunning. But I this feel is like the digital copy from that. It's the diamond edition, isn't it? The 10, uh, 1081. Yeah, the blue, like just the, the Trazon 11 Blu-ray. I think that yeah. might be. Yeah. Oh, Mixed oh dead, spoilers. Mate. Mufasa fucking dies. Mixed dead. Uh, oh, imagine if he just uh, bit his ear clean uh, off. Uh, Ash had to leave because he's crying. And it's not even this bit so much of the guess. I mean, it's when he's in the cloud. That fucking kills me, yeah. man. And it's the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Talking about this film, I've been wanted to mention it. Um, Black Panther. Black Panther is a live-action remake, remake of the yeah, Lion King. Yeah, I know. Obviously, with different things. Obviously, um, the whole Mufasa's death happens before Black Panther in Civil War, but the whole thing of no, like he's not ready to be king, like and, the vision. And, yeah. yeah. It, oh, and then um, obviously Scar is technically Killmonger. Yeah. So it, it, it's the same kind of story, just kind of like, just Sk- kind of. Killmonger's fl- more Kovu from the second one. Yeah. Because Scar is Killmonger's dad, his uncle, and then. Yeah, Kovu, true. Son. Oh yeah. I was just thinking, just in this film, it still kind of works. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, even, that's even better. Yeah. And yeah, Black Panther's an amazing film as well. Um, I, I loved I think it. It's all right. I mean. Where did I place it in my uh, MCU rank? It's probably low down because I, I prefer other films, but it might be in the top ten. I think it's just Maybe. all right. I mean, it's number eight in my in my list. Number eight. <clears throat> yeah, but like yeah. I said, like Thor Ragnarok is number seven, and I would push that to number like two at this yeah, point. Yeah, I guess. I mean, purely because we watched what we do in the shadows last week, and I was in a Taika binge, and I, sh- I watched Taika Ragnarok, binge. and I was just like, yes. Right, he would, like, lion or not. You would be dead. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, how many times did his neck just snap? Oh, man. 
John Wick. So I watched John Wick three last night, right? It's fine. Um, I think it's not as good as the first two. It's nowhere near as good as the first two. Do you reckon? It's Apparently, okay. it's rated higher than. It's all right. Like, there's three scenes in it that really just took me out of the film. Yeah. But there are three scenes that I feel either don't need to be that way or I just shouldn't have been in the film altogether. Yeah. But it's scenes where they're quite obviously CGI. And okay. that really took me out of the films because none of the other two, like, if there's any CGI in the first two John Wicks other than like big explosions and that, yeah, I, I didn't notice it. And then when then they probably use real explosions anyway, because. But in this one, right? So there's there's these two dogs in it, two German shepherds. Yeah. And so the first one is like uh, this dog jumps up a wall, but he he jumps off Handy Berry's back, and then it's like a CGI dog jumps up on this wall, mm. but the wall's really high. And my issue with that is the dogs that are in it so well trained yeah just make the wall lower and just don't use cgi because it it just goes really cartoony yeah the second one is a guy who crashes into a car on his motorbike he just turns into a cartoon mess like to cut it out just don't have that in there if or you just like, CGI like like a pool of bits he just like hits the car and he just goes like complete ragdoll but you can just tell that it's not like a stunt double you can tell they've just cgi'd in a fucking man yeah and the third one is he falls off a roof. Now, I don't care what suit John Wick is wearing. I don't care how much of a legend John Wick is. This fall is killing him. He hits the floor so hard, and he, like, smashes his neck on a balcony. But he's, like, CGI as he falls, and it just looks really cartoony. Yeah. And it really took me out of the film. Really and Keanu Reeves actually died filming that bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, it, it, it's so, like, over the top. Snap his neck clean off. It's too over the top, like... It, they didn't need to do it CGI. I'm talking about falling off people's necks. Have you seen um, uh, Cop Out? Kevin Smith film with Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan. Ah, uh, yeah. Scott. Yeah. And in the bit where he's like climbing into the house and he's like, hey, Paul. And he just falls <laughs> and then breaks his neck. <laughs> and it reveals that he's not even dead and he's like in the, um, he's in the morgue and he's just yeah. like whispering weird shit to himself. And he, it's like um, uh, a million a dollar baby where she falls <laughs> on the stool. Oh, God. And Sky Movie Four when they when they spoof is that, <laughs> and also in uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia when they spoof is that in season two. Yeah. I will eat your babies, bitch. <laughs> I thought for the longest time that Paul Giamatti was Timon. Yeah, yeah, it was it's only Nathan Lane, like isn't it? The last maybe five years, I realised it wasn't. But I think that would have been great casting as well. Though. Yeah, see that re- was a real there. Are you nuts? Did you hear that? It was. Like, mm. echoey. Yeah. Have you ever seen the musical for this? Like, the stage musical? No, I haven't. Oh, I would like to go see it, though. I saw it when I was... I must have been about fucking the seven or eight. Uh, in, we went to Disneyland, Florida, with my family. It's insane. It's yeah. uh, it's bonkers. Is it... Well, how do they... They have people dressed up as... It's like puppetry work. Like Oh, so it's not like... It's not like those weird Shrek musicals where the guy looks like Shrek. No, and God, like no, weird, no, like no, you no, know, no. they got a guy dressed no. up as a warthog. Like they, they do have a guy dressed oh, they up got as Simba, Seth Rogen just on stage, like, just they have a guy with like a big lion, like hat on who's Simba. But like the animals and stuff are all like, like puppet work and like, uh, muppets and things like that. Oh, okay, it's so well done. It's insane. The level of skill is is mad. It actually, I was in uh, London over this Halloween. Yeah, uh, for a, for a gig. And uh, I met this girl there, right, uh, called Deborah Chapman. So 
I was standing in the merch queue to buy merch, and there was the two girls standing next to me, and this queue was insane. You, you, you know what it's like when the queues, is, merch yeah. queues, just no line. It's just people piling in, and it was just insane. And I said something that to these two girls, like a, a joke and throwaway comment, and we ended up chatting. And so we went into the, the gig with me and my friend, Lewis, and they said, oh, do you mind if we start? Like, yeah, that's fine. So we started talking to her. Turns out, right, she runs, they were from Scotland, Dundee. Okay. She runs this company called uh, How It Felt, and she makes, like, her own, like, puppets. Oh, uh, okay. It's like a puppet creation workshop. Uh, they have, like, mental health classes, uh, puppet, making, puppet making workshops, and, like, mental health outreach, things like that. Uh, really cool stuff and her work is phenomenal in fact people should check that out so Timon and Pumba became friends because Timon hired him as a bodyguard obviously naturally but he he thought it was obviously because he's just a fucking goober he? yeah he's like warthog boar warthog yeah. yeah right he's too heavy for that that vine yeah so how <laughs> it felt Search How It Felt on Facebook and Instagram, and they're on there. And they do drama, mental health, and film with puppet workshops. They're great. Go check it out. Yeah, go check them out. And then go check the the, the use of the song to uh, progress the time, though. Yeah, it's a great way to cover a montage. Yeah. Like, it's not so much a clip clip show montage. Yeah, just like, you know, them doing shit. Like, it's not like a Rocky montage. Yeah, and then it shows like you know, like how he's been with them for so, like years and yes. years, and they built like this friendship, and then so then later on, then they obviously help with the and like the battle at the end. Why they're so bonded? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it, uh, in the original cut, they were just supposed to be his best friends growing up in the Pride Lands. Yeah, but then they obviously thought it would make more narrative sense if he bumps into them when he's outcast. Yeah. Obviously, oh, how many people wrote the story for this? Like at least ten people. Um, Man. I've never seen anything make bugs look so appetizing. One, two, three. Do you remember round trees used to do those sweets where they were bugs and they'd have like a little bit of jelly in them? Yeah. Oh man, they were amazing. I wonder if you can still get them on eBay. I'm gonna look at them later. Ooh. If anyone knows we can get a bag of them, get in touch. Yeah. No. Yeah, like immediately. Like go back in time before yeah. we record this and hand us some of those sweets. Absolutely. For this podcast where we can oh, then talk were, about how good they, they are while eating them. There, there was 17 writers on the story. 17 writers, oh my And there was God. three people on the screenplay, obviously. That's mad. Like, normally when you have a big think tank of writers like that, it just doesn't work. No. But I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes, uh, it's like a documentary thing. They, they shot that, and like, isn't that so much there for the Punitive Man? And it pays off. It's such an amazing film. Like, the story is more important. Not so much, like, the whole animation. And, like It's just the story of it. It's mm. just so... I mean, to be fair, that. Like you say, they they worked off Hamlet as a base. Yeah. And I mean, Kimber, I don't want to say it's a scene for scene remake, but it's very similar in parts. I mean, yeah. Which is a bit questionable. Yeah, the transition though in the song with uh, Donald Glover. Oh man, and he, he, has, he had his little like flair to it as well. Donald Glover's perfect casting you know, oh, for it. Like, yeah. I really want to show you it because the way he sings it is amazing. It's desolate. But yeah, see, this is why I believe this. Theory is true. Cloud theory. Yeah. Because, I mean, what can Scar do about a drought? I mean, he's not God. He can't control yeah. the weather. So, I mean, he's not technically... We, d- we don't know he's a 
bad king. I mean, it's not his fault that there's no food because there's a drought. Yeah. So maybe it's negative propaganda as well. Banger. Yeah. Two bangers there. And now he's keeping Zazu prisoner before he says, uh, before he grasses him up because Zazu's a traitor. Three. All three confirmed. Bosh. Done. Bangers and mash. Do you know who's done the score for this? Is it Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer, yeah. Have you ever seen Hans Zimmer's no. website? Uh, was it Hans Zimmer? Have a look at HansZimmer.com. Hans Zimmer. Music by Hans Zimmer. Have I said Hans website. Zimmer too many times now. Hans Have a look at his Zimmer. website. His website looks like it was made by like... Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It looks like it was made by, by Hans Christopher Zimmer. Christopher Nolan. You, like you wouldn't believe it's his official website. It's mad. Okay. Let's check it out. And that's what we're going to do. I, it's a, a mad, mad little tangent to go on, but honestly, check it out. Have you seen his masterclass? Uh, no. Do you know masterclass? Yeah. Series yeah. of stuff, yeah. Amazing, that is. Look at that. Don't what like the actual... Is that actually his... Re- fuck off, is that his website? <laughs> That's shocking. It looks like it was made by kids, doesn't it? No, it looks like... Well, I mean, like... is a, You know the Blu-ray? Have you seen Blu-ray.com? No. Yeah, obviously I know that. It looks um, like it was made in 2005. That is earlier than that. Yeah. It looks not actually know that. 2009, probably. So, you know, last week I mentioned uh, Jeff Goldblum's spiders is like a least egg for my friend Lewis. Yeah. Uh, someone clicked me up and asked me what it, I meant, and I told them, and that was that. But they thought, and this is something I want to pitch to you and get your thoughts on, right? They thought I meant about casting Jeff Goldblum... As a spider? As an older Peter Parker. Oh, shit. <laughs> just, just give me a look. <clears throat> Staring into your soul. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Goldblum, Hilbert Parker. Uh, how old? Like 50s. Like whatever age Only Jeff 50s. Goldblum is now. So early 50s ish. Have you seen Into the Spider Verse? I have, yeah. And yeah. Look, the right. best thing I like about that is the fact that it's played by Jake Johnson. But picture this, right? And so he's this, this is my pitch for it, right? I'd rather him be in all the all so Spider Man. I don't want him like in like an MCU one or anything like that. Because obviously he's the Grandmaster. Yeah, but even with that aside, uh, I'd like him to come into it. So, like, into a Spider-Verse sequel, where he comes into it as, obviously, like I said, an older Peter Parker. Yeah. And then he starts competing with Peter B. to mentor Miles. Because oh, Jeff so Goldblum... Also, as an uh, animated, not like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because Jeff Goldblum, I think, could play, a, a, like, wise, but makes no sense at all. Sort of mentor really well against like the Peter B's schlubby <laughs> yeah like got no idea but it all works out in the end sort of thing yeah like I see that really like working well between him and, and Miles' character no I can see that that's, that's a really good uh, yeah, what, what, yeah what, it's just interesting. what would his name be then would he be Peter C. Parker <laughs> oh man I'd I like mean, him to be Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker also, like an older, and he's more like a university uh, yeah. lecturer kind of thing. Like, yeah. Oh, dude, that's some sort of Spider-Man four shit, that isn't it? Yeah, I, that was my original idea, but I, 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 so I bounced it off Dean because obviously I wanted to like give it to you so you could like give your first reaction to it. But when I was like bouncing it off Dean, I was like, ah, oh. so either as an Into the Spider-Verse sequel or. As a straight up Spider Man four, four, like the Spider Man four we never got, yeah, where it's just set in the future. Jeff Goldblum is Peter Parker now, and it just carries on from there. Because like I said, I think just 
Jeff Goldman could play that wise, but is it just absolutely insane? Makes no sense whatsoever. You could just, yeah, you could just play Jeff Goldman, like hmm, yeah, hmm, yes, I like that. Like just <laughs> play just the Grandmaster so of Spider Man. The way he like hums and goes hmm, <laughs> so weird, man. When did he get so weird? I think he's always been weird. No, but like Jurassic Park, right? He was a bit of like a. I mean, obviously his character, but like he was a bit of a douche in that. And then he, he just now he's just played the last maybe ten years. He's just been playing like I feel the last very ten years, like, he's just been playing himself. Yeah, he's just been going like hmm, hmm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what uh, Rafiki's thing translates as? Baboon. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's I'm a. I'm a baboon and you're not, or something like that. Or I'm a monkey and you're not a monkey. Google it. It's something like that. Asante san, squash banana, wee wee noodle, hant hapana, and it's, it works out as I'm a baboon and you're not, or you're a baboon and I'm not, or. Rafiki. Oh, yeah, Rafiki means um, a friend in English. Alright. But it's a called word hippo. That's no, but I mean the word, the, 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 like, the, uh, his song with. Santi Santa Squash Banana. Oh, right. I thought you were talking about his name. Yeah, so the literal translation of his song with the bananas is Santi Santa Squash Banana, Wee Wee Nuru Mimi Hapana, which literally translates as You're a Baboon and I'm Not. Deep translations in this film, son. Jesus. Oh, it's a lion, it's a baby lion. <laughs> I'm a baboon, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> deep. It's deep meaning. Rafiki's clearly just stoned, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's high, man. I mean, look how pinned his eyes are for a start. I love you can just all the, you can hear the dogs just... Mysterious. I'm no snooze. Well, she's got, like, the little white bit on her head as well. Yeah. That's, I, like, sometimes the only way I can tell them apart. And you're like, actually, more white he's, just, he's just hench. Oh, yeah, he's ripped, yeah. Built like a brick shit house, like... Misty's more round. <laughs> Yeah. So cute, man. Ace looks like the uh, the dog from the first Hulk film. You know the ones that go after him. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Hulk film, <laughs> it's been released on 4K. <laughs> yeah, they keep really re- releasing random shit like Moon. You know that um, Duncan Jones film with Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He um he was shit talking Ryan Johnson when they were making uh, Last Jedi. Really? Oh yeah, he, he was. Yeah, on Twitter. And Warcraft at the same time. And Ryan Johnson tweeted him back. He was like, oh, yeah, we see which film bombs. And obviously neither done particularly well. I mean, Last Jedi done well for The Last Jedi looks amazing. I love The Last Jedi. I don't give a shit what anyone says about it. I think The Last Jedi is a million times better than The Force Awakens. I mean, the cinematography. Uh, it's great. The whole, I mean, the, the colour about it. The, the, the whites and the, whites and the reds. Yeah. It? Just like that, like... Uh, I mean, the Praetorian Guard scene. I mean... Oh, Jesus, man. Right. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. The whole like Canto Bite Casino Planet stuff is it is boring. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you like way back when we were doing the first steps. But like I watched it not that long ago. But I forwarded through the bad stuff. Yeah. And I done the film in I think about half hour to about fifty minutes. Yeah. But mostly because I just done the Luke Skywalker stuff and everything else I just skipped through. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I don't think I could do that with a film. Like I, I, I've never done it before. It's just, you can make, just watch a compilation video on that's YouTube. Probably. F- that's how I feel about Last Jedi. I, I feel like it's such an unbalanced film just, that I can just, like just skip bits. Like, do you believe um, that um, for everything to be like 
not perfect in a credit world. Like everything balanced, so there needs to be. I don't know. There's three discussions to be had here. There's an, an in-movie discussion, a personal feelings discussion, and a where they're going to go discussion. Um, I don't know because they've uh, they've also just announced uh, Hot Toys just released uh, their first picture of one of the new figures they're bringing out for this film, Is and it's the called the Sith Trooper. Sith Trooper, yeah. and it looks amazing. Yeah, I thought it looks good. But yeah. it's interesting to me because, uh, and I don't mean I don't mean in, in the film sense now because obviously in the Last Jedi, Kylo Ren says, "Oh, the Jedi, the Sith, do away with it, get over the past." Yeah. In, like Lucasfilm as a company, when Disney bought them, come out like way back when they were still doing the Force Awakens and said that the Sith and the Jedi aren't going to be a part of this trilogy. So are they like going back on that now to bring the Sith in? Yeah. I don't know. I think there's something interesting with that. Like, I I don't like to get too political behind the scenes with it because I I literally I I've got no time for like toxic fan culture. Do you mean if something's yeah. not for you, it's not for you? Do you mean? Um. But yeah, I don't know whether that's just they forgot that they're not doing the Sith or whether they are going back or I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure it out. But I don't know. I. I don't know, it's hard to think where, where they're going to go with it. I mean, I've got total faith in people working for Lucasfilm, like like Pablo Hidalgo and Dave Filoni. They know what, they know what they're doing. Do you mean people yeah. need to chill out with those two and just let them do their job and stop fucking tweeting at them and bothering them on Reddit and shit like that and just let them do their jobs? Because they really know what they're doing. I mean, Clone Wars and Rebels just shows that. Um, if... If the extended media is anything to go by, like Rebels and things like that, I think there's something more. I mean, because they've made a big deal out of Ahsoka Tano's character, because she's she's not a Jedi, she's not a Sith. She's like some mad wizard, yeah. like what Gandalf the White in it now, where she just walks around with a big white staff. So I think there's more to the Force than just the Jedi. I mean, there's the Night Sisters were dark side users they're not sith so there's definitely more than just the conventional left and right so to speak yeah uh it's just how where they choose to implement those things into the the films what did you think of uh jeremy irons as alfred oh i don't know good yeah but too young considering mm. you know they went with the older bruce wayne yeah I suppose. um yeah, that bugged me um if I'm honest, Sean Pertwee in the series, in the series Gotham, you my favorite, my yeah, favorite. Really I think uh, is it Michael Go from the original, like from Tim Burton onwards for the Joel Schumacher one. Ah, uh, the oh yeah, um, um, yeah, he's right. I mean, he, I, w- he was too, he's too background. He too didn't background. have enough to do. do you know what I mean, I used a bit too quiet. Yeah. Um, like. Like I just like, I like a witty. And then Alfred. Michael Caine's accent just does my head in. So ah, he, I love Michael Caine's accent. He bugged the shit out of me. Jeremy Irons, yeah, I think Jeremy Irons was the fit, probably one of my, my my least favorite though, just mm. purely out of like, it just didn't feel just like didn't Alfred. Click for you. Yeah, I get me. And he's Sean Pertwee I mean, is like Sean Pertwee was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That Gotham, the first series of that, I was like, ooh, this isn't great. Yeah. But Gotham really turned itself around. It was incredible. It done some really good takes on some characters. Oh yeah. And interesting new kind of takes as well. Like yeah. Not like the Penguin. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. I, I said so many times, like while that show was airing, that they should just rename it Penguin because he was the best thing in that series. He was so good. Yeah. In fact, the actor's in John Wick Three. Yeah. 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 yeah he's in John Wick Three. Um. So I've got a casting for uh, the new Alfred. If they do recast him with, with it now. Yeah. Ian McShane. Ian McShane as Alfred. Hmm. He's got yeah, the accent, no. he's got the age. Age, yeah. <clears throat> Look, no. Yeah. I get he's too he's too rough and rugged for uh, for Alfred, if I'm honest. Yeah. Jeremy sorry, uh Ian is quite like suave, isn't he? And like yeah. especially when he's sky, he's just very like I don't know. Ironically enough, Ian McShane has exactly what I think Robert Patson is missing. Like he yeah. looks like he could beat you up in a fight. That that's true. Yeah, they could yeah. go. They could go in that direction and be like, "Oh, Alfred isn't a little uh, bitch boy." Uh, SAS former SAS, isn't he, Alfred? Yeah, and then he doesn't seem like that. in, in you know, I can't buy that from the other ones. Yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah, I can't see Michael Caine <coughs> like as a former yeah, all SAS. All he can do is rob fucking like Rob Goldbars, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I think Ian McShane would make a good Alfred. Uh, I get what you're saying about the luck. Uh, I don't. know, I just can't think of like any. A British actor who's of that age um, or renowned who could fit in to do it. Ian McKellen. Morgan Freeman. Ah, he's been Lucius Fox, hasn't he? Don't care, fuck it. It'd be great. It'd be such a Hollywood way of going around. It's not going to be a Hollywood type of film, though. Yeah, I think mm. maybe Ian Hopefully McKellen. Hopefully they do, can do a really nice gritty version without getting not like as dark like kind of Snyder. Yeah, kind of I want it like I want it noir, like the, like detective noir, yeah. like Sin City type thing, but not just yes, but not, not obviously like Watchmen dark. Do you know what I mean? I think there's yeah, a fine I think, line. I think they picked the wrong. I don't like Scott Snyder. I, Scott Snyder. Uh, Zach, Scott, Zach Snyder. I think he's um, got a brother called Scott. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know because he came out and he said that, that thing about like, did you see the things he said about like Batman and superheroes not killing and things like that? Yeah, and then he fucking. That to me just screamed that he fundamentally just doesn't understand comic books. He yeah. just doesn't understand what it's about, which tells me he shouldn't be making films about him. Yeah, and he's made too many. Too yeah, fucking like, many. At least six. Don't get me wrong, I like Batman vs. Superman. I I don't like. I, d- I don't understand a lot of the criticisms of Batman vs. Superman. I mean, it is a bit too long and it is too filled. But I, I don't know, man. I don't think he should be making. I think they should leave it where it is with him now. I do, yeah. do want to see this, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. I do still want to see it, but at the same time, I think they just shouldn't let him make any more because I just don't think he understands what he's doing. Yeah, do you mean I'm not as a filmmaker, but I just mean in terms of character, he obviously just doesn't understand these people. Yeah, that's fair. Because they've already established characters as well. Like, I mean, I really enjoyed um, his Dawn of the Dead. Nailed it, and I'm pretty sure James Gunn wrote it, which is a. Uh, he started off as a screenwriter, I believe. He did. Uh, he actually did the Scooby Doo yeah, action series. Yeah, I, I like that. That's and you can tell now with the, the you know the jokes that you you know all the um, yeah the very guardians yeah. yeah yeah especially when they do the body switch. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Laura those. I always thought this was funny as a kid, but like yeah, he didn't get into there on like, and the whole thing of like Shaggy and Scooby get blazed. Oh, in the van. And the fact that like I'm pretty sure Mary like I'm pretty sure that only. Shaggy t- actually talks to Scooby. 
until the live action, and then he Danger was like, "Fuck it, let's have everyone let's think Scooby yeah. talks." Like, because obviously it makes sense for Shaggy too. He's always fucking baked. Um, and then have you noticed the way they refer to Scooby like as in like, "Oh, you take Scooby with you to that." Like they refer to him as just like a kind of dog, and rather oh, than like a. Yeah. Do you know what I mean they don't actually like physically speak to him like Scooby? How are you feeling today? And he goes, "Yeah, good, folks." <laughs> <laughs> That's my terrible Scooby-Doo impression. <laughs> oh man, where's Mark Hamill when you need him? Like, ah, uh, Mark Hamill, man, such a good voice actor. That's that's my Joker. That's the definitive Joker for me, Mark Hamill's. Talk about his voice though. What about the new Chucky? I, I haven't seen great things, and I just don't think they should have bothered. Like, Obi Plaza though. <sighs> Some things I just don't think you should touch them. Like, just leave Chucky where it is now. Yeah, it, um, it died with Bride. Yeah. Oh, rhymed. I mean, the, the one they done for Net, the new one they done for Netflix is all right. Uh, well, it's the, called Cult. Maybe. Cult Chucky. Yeah, it's um, all right. But again, just, just stop it now. Charles Play 1 was amazing. Charles Play 2 was kind of all right. Charles Play 3 was good in bits. I really like Bride, and I thought that was a really nice, a proper 90s like horror. Um. And then it what was it? Uh, uh, see the Chucky. Seed that was, was fucking shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then they went too far with that one. And then it was like too um, much humor. They didn't do it for years. Then there's one with the wheelchair girl. Um, I I haven't watched them any since Seed. Oh, th- didn't they do another remake? Like a proper like remake recently? I don't know. No. No idea. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Chucky franchise. Um, and again, I just think they should just left it now. Yeah, I believe in this uh, this cloud theory. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is obviously, it makes sense. Brawl three of them makes sense. That's why they were bangers, not shiters. <laughs> we gotta keep that name. Bangers, or shiter. Uh, and the green is back. Speaking of green, uh, I've given up on a swamp thing. So DC Universe has had three original shows: Titans. Doom Patrol, and Swamp Thing. The one I was most excited for was Swamp Thing, then Titans, then Doom Patrol. Titans is alright. Um, I got. I think Titans is is. There's a couple of episodes in it that it doesn't need, and yeah. I think a couple of the episodes are like in the wrong order. I think they could be rearranged. Doom Patrol. Uh, so. Doom Patrol isn't a comic I ever read. Like, I never read the, the Doom Patrol box, so I knew nothing about it going in. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, man, Doom Patrol is amazing. It's not one with Brendan uh, Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah, it's really good. And Timothy Dalton, uh, Alan Tudyk, it's incredible. Ooh. It's like, uh, it's a bit like Deadpool. Like, Alan Tudyk's, like, the narrator, and he's also the villain, but he's also, like, fourth wall breaking. Like, he's aware it's a TV show. And he goes on about it like all the time. It's really funny. Okay. It's it, that's it's right insane. on my street. That's my kind of shit. It's one of those like it's absolutely bonkers. Like the first episode, they end up like teleporting into the ass of a donkey. What? It's it's insane. But the show completely acknowledges how insane it is, and it just keeps getting like more and more insane. Yeah. Uh, like there's a big uh, there's a street called Danny, who's like also a sentient being. And it's like full of like drag queens and things like that. It's really good. Swamp Thing though. So Swamp Thing is one I was most excited for because it's something I read regularly. And it, what an absolute pile of crap it is. Yeah. So uh, se- it's had seven episodes so far. 
And I think in total, we've probably seen the Swamp Thing for maybe 20 minutes, like over the whole seven hours that have come out. It's way too focused on Abby Arcane. And yeah. we've learned like nothing new since the first episode as well. Like it's been like an extra six hours of just nothing. Like we learned what was going on with the Swamp in the first episode. We learned who was doing it. We learned why they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just going nowhere now. It's just been a bit dead. Yeah. So I don't think the DC streaming service is going to be alive for much longer as a thing. I didn't know it existed until last week. Yeah. Until you told me. Uh, I mean, it's got the Young Justice going on, which is amazing. But the problem, I think, with Young Justice is it's coming out weekly. I think they they need to dump that all in one. Yeah. Is um, that live action or animated? Animated. It's a, it's a revival of a series that was like cancelled quite a while ago. Okay. It's very good. Very, very good. This series, not so much. I haven't enjoyed it as much, but I think that's to do with the fact they've changed the team. Yeah. But the, the first two series of Young Justice are incredible. I highly recommend them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the future holds for DC Universe. Uh, like I said, I can't see them being viable much longer. They've got a second series of Doom Patrol and Titans definitely coming out. But I think they'll move them on to... Warner Brothers streaming service rather than DC keeping their own. Yeah. I just can't see them keeping it up. They, they, they haven't got enough content and it's not coming out regular enough to justify the fee. Like, you can read comics on there. Yeah. But uh, it's just, who wants to fucking read a comic on the TV or yeah. a laptop? Do you mean? Like, I use. I used to do that. Like, I, I use web comics now purely for space reasons. But I just, I don't know, I can't do it like a full screen on my laptop. I either got to do it on my phone or on a but, tablet. Yeah, phone, yeah. Like, I find the sizing is weird yeah, on a it's laptop. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I use my phone, too. Like, 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 like a plus size, size one, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I read scripts on you. Yeah. I remember I read the whole Matrix script on the way to uh, Menorca. That was fun. Good, best two hours of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking script, mind. I'm not going to lie. Do you have, like, you know, like, uh, the whole Will Smith in the original Neo casting thing. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just think of things like that and just how completely different those films would have been? Yeah, like they imagine been the Matrix trilogy with Will Smith. Oh, I love Will Smith, but not as a dramatic uh, no, actor. It's, it's really again, hard to Sam imagine. Pounds, brilliant in that. I Am Legend, yeah. he was great in that as well. Uh, Will Smith's done some great work. But like I said, I just he's can't he's imagine he's the tone of the film. Like, I can't see him pulling off. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether it's just easy to say because obviously... Keanu Reeves has already played the role. And also Keanu Reeves can do anything. Yeah. Because he is he the is internet's... Uh, He's immortal. He's immortal, yeah. The immortal Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so um, what show would you like to see on the DC Universe streaming thing? Uh, I'd like to see a Jonah Hex show. Yeah. I think they could do a really, really good Jonah Hex show. Um, I mean, they did the film, which isn't great it's all right it's, it's not as bad as people say it is but it's by no means a great film yeah i actually went to see that in the cinema and i went with my friend jamie and we were the only two people in that entire cinema like serious literally just us two not a lot of people know about john hex so no he's a pretty underrated character um yeah they could do a really good 10 13 episode series of yeah. john hex set it in Old West Gotham, so you can do a couple of nods to things people do know a bit better, like you know, Batman. Um, 
things. Yeah. Uh, I think you abs- uh, absolutely get Jimmy Palmiotti in to write it or help write it. Otherwise, don't bother doing it. Because his Joan Hex run is... It is my favourite comic run of all time. It's phenomenal. Even with the new 52 stuff as well. It's when he brought it back to Gotham, like you say, and uh, with Amadeus Arkham and, uh, you know, like the building of Arkham Asylum and the Court yeah. of Owls. I- incredible run. And again, like you said, the stuff before the new 52 is amazing. Uh, so I think you should definitely get him in to, to at least consult in some way. Yeah. Casting, I'd like to see Eva Green as Lila Black. Nice. Um, ooh, maybe John Hamm as Jonah Hex, if they could, if they could afford him. John Hamm, yeah. yeah. I mean, John Hamm, I wanted as Batman, but that's obviously not happening. Mm. So if I they think could he afford, would do it anyway. If they could afford John Hamm, I mean, he's, 50, get he's like almost in. 50 now. Yeah, he could do it. Jonah Hex, definitely. Oh, yeah, Jonah Hex, yeah. But, but not Batman. Not as Batman, now. Yeah. But if they could get him in, that would be great. John Hamm, series. John Hamm, are you listening? I mean, unless, yeah, get John Hamm in. Uh, unless they can get Josh Brolin back. I mean, yeah. If the MCU can get J.K. Simmons, they could get him back. Yeah, but then again, Sony own Spider-Man, so they're like, do you want to be in it? He was like, he said, he said, he's always, he said, if if the opportunity arises, I'll do it, do it anytime. So that was a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. It's only been out like a, a week. Uh, that's fine. Um, I can't help it. You know, you know the whole like J.K. Simmons thing. Yeah. I can't help but wonder, because so, Far From Home is the official end of Phase Three now, isn't it? Like, yeah. I can't help but wonder if this is like a little hint that they'll be willing to bring back more casting choices from other franchises. Yeah. Like maybe from like the X Men franchise. Yeah. Who would you see back from from the X Men or? Would you cast as the X Men? Oh, um, I do like James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I like. Um, I do like uh, Nicholas Holt as Beast. Yep, he's great in that. I think I'd probably it. keep them three. Uh, I mean, Sophie Turner's got to go as. N- oh, she's no fucking doubt, man. I mean, can't. she's a great actress. She does not do a great American accent. No. It's not very good. Sorry. Uh, so I think maybe get someone else as Jean Grey. Maybe the girl from It. Oh, the young Give girl, Give her yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. Beverly Marsh from the new It could do it. Yeah. Was she in Stranger Things as well? No. She's not? No. Oh. I, I mean, you'd think that because that... Well, I haven't seen because it. Because Will is I, I just it. see... Um, uh, not Will. Richie. Richie. Is... Mike, yeah. Are you excited for the new it? I haven't seen the first bit. No? No. Part one. Have you seen the no. original 90s one? Yeah, I have, yeah. Back oh, in the day, like, Tim Curry, like... Yeah. yeah. I watched the original 90s one... Uh, Seth Green? When I was, like... Seth Green, yeah. Seth Green. Richie. Yeah. Um, the kid from Never Ending Story. Yeah. He's dead now. Killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just awkward silence. Beat, beat uh, Richie. Um... Yeah, the the 90s it film, oh my god. I watched it at a sleepover when I was like, at a Halloween sleepover when I was like maybe seven or eight. Just way too young to be watching that film. About seven or eight. <laughs> and I <laughs> absolutely love that original. I think it's great. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's ridiculous, it's campy, but I think it's phenomenal. 
And it, was, that was a television movie as well. Yes, television special. Yeah, it's in two parts. Yeah. Superman's mum is Beverly Marsh. Uh, Superman's mum in Smallville is Beverly Marsh in it. I forget her name. I think it's Diane. Oh no. Yes, Superman's mum is Beverly Marsh, and something I think it does really well, which I think I think is my problem with the most modern horrors, is it's got a really great soundtrack. Like it's got a really great score. Yeah. I think a score can make like a massive difference in horror and the TV special was brilliant like I always remember the scene where the opening scene where the, the little girl's on like the tricycle yeah. and he appears from behind the bed sheets and then uh, and the first scene where you see, where you see Bill you zoom into like his mum's house and his mum's like playing piano yeah. and it just always sticks to me because the song just always frightens me now it always just makes me think of it the clown yes that opening scene was, was amazing brilliant my news roundup things i've noticed and cared about this week is cuphead series for netflix yeah well into that um i haven't read too much about it i've just seen it's coming out so i will be doing a bit more looking into that yeah because i wonder if it's the say the two brothers that will be at like doing drawing the animations because have you played Cuphead? I haven't. Oh, man, Cuphead's really good. Yeah, just Even if you just look at, at the bosses, just watch the Let's Play or something, they're so, like, well done. It's really good. Uh, what else is news? I did have two things, but I fucking forgot them now. <laughs> Cuphead, what were the other two? I want to know what the Russo Brothers are doing. What? Have uh, you seen that? Uh, yeah, what are you doing? We've seen on there, they posted, they've been posting on Instagram, I think. So look. They've got like a timer. Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't know what the hell it is, but I think I've seen some theories about what it could be. And some, I think I've seen somewhere that it could be, um, uh, Secret Wars. Um, They're announcing the Secret Wars will be in Phase 4. But Secret Wars would be a good way to be able to introduce the X-Men as well. That's something... Yeah, and I feel like that'll be probably released in like 2025 or something as late as that, Uxie. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, 19th this month, so it'll be next Friday. Um, also, there's another one which is probably more likely to be what it is. It's uh, the Comic-Con announcement for Phase 4. So it won't, yeah, well, it won't, it won't, actually, be, it won't actually be, yeah, Comic-Con's on the 19th, the 20th, 30th, yeah, so three days. In, yeah. um, so, I mean, that's been next week, there'll be bumper stuff coming out and announced trailers yeah, all sorts. a lot. Um, a lot of spoofers. <laughs> a lot of spoofers. <laughs> do you see Marvel coming out and saying straight like straight up, this is what we're going to do for Phase 4, or do you see them just coming out and introducing a couple of films? I don't think they'll do what they did with Phase 2 and 3, where they kind of announced the films, because I know Phase 3 changed a lot. Yeah. You know, they had Inhumans in there. That was supposed to what was it, released... Like December, like how far in advance do you see like the next five years? Next, I think they'll they'll announce dates for um, Black Widow, and if they have not, I don't know if they have or not. Uh, Shang Chi, right? uh, The Eternals, and probably have an Eternals like panel as well. Um, Like not like a panel, because obviously be part of the Mal panel, but you know, um, they'll take a bit of time and announcing the cast for that, and maybe uh, announcement for Guardians Volume Three. 
Um, I, I don't see a volume Guardians announcement coming until the Suicide Squad. You reckon? Because their hands are kind of tied until he's finished with that. And oh, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, he's shit, he's doing that first, so I don't think they'll show. Because that could still be another thing. Well, maybe not that then, get. yeah. Um, the Russo Brothers, I think, will be obviously like, um, you know, introducing, or maybe they'll be the the host of it. You know, yeah. they get like Chris yeah. Hardwick and stuff. So I think they'll be that doing that. Um, yeah, that's what I think for Marvel. I don't think they'll do anything else. Just a few announcements. They probably might. Um, they could announce more um, of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, I think I think they have to announce what they're doing worldwide. They might that. announce they might announce uh, like a director's cut of Endgame. That's I wish we're thinking though. Where like no, it's like I, a I, four hour, four and a half hour like epic. No, I don't. That would be coming. amazing. I don't see that happening. Um, That's just a, just my wish. Yeah, I mean, I think they they because they didn't they do the cinematic re-release with like an extra post-credit scene. Oh, Endgame. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you might get that, but you ain't. I don't think you get anything. It, it's not. Re- it's not anything really. It's a Stanley tribute. Yeah. There's like a um, unfinished CGI Hulk scene where uh. he saves a kids from a burning building, and it's like the first few minutes of Far From Home. So it's very underwhelming, isn't yeah. it? Like it's, it's nothing. There's no. There's no real no, tease like or anything. Yeah, um, which is getting. I think they did it. So um, I can see DC dropping a tra- trailer for Wonder Woman eighty four. I think that's coming next yeah. weekend. Uh, I think I think we get a Titan season two trailer. Do you want to get a Suicide Squad release if there isn't one already? No, I think we might get a teaser for the new Harley Quinn film, uh, The Birds, Birds of Prey. Prey. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's what we probably get from DC, yeah. unless they announce like a new show that's in production. What about Kevin Smith? He's got a panel in all H. I don't see anything new coming from him. Apart other from the than trailer for like a reboot. Jay, yeah, the new Jay and stuff. But other than that, I don't see anything. Else you don't think anything to do with Moose Jaws? No. You don't think he's going to do, like, he's not going to just be there for a trailer for Reboot, though? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I can't see what he, whatever he's working on, I don't think it's going to be an original story. I think he'd be working on someone else's IP. Yeah, okay. I, but you don't think anything from Moose Jaws then? Like, about, like, oh, we're going to film Moose Jaws in, like, November or something, like... No, I don't think Hey, so. guys, we're going to film Moose Jaws. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think, he, I think he might be working on a franchise, if anything. You reckon? Yeah. Get him on Marvel or something. That'd be good. Yeah. Imagine that, like, they announce him as a director for some obscure film for Phase yeah, 4. And then, because yeah. he's right after Marvel... He I, he did I, um, rather work for he did like a, he did like a spoiler review of like Far From Home and obviously Ken Smith was an hour and a half long almost as long as the the film, um and he was saying that like he he's got a panel Hall H this year and he's right after Marvel, so maybe I doubt maybe. it but like that would be quite interesting. I'd like to see him do a Beast Boy film for DC. Yeah, yeah. I would like I would like Kevin Smith to bring in Daredevil to the MCU. Yeah, that could that would work. Oh god, yeah. And then recast Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, sorry, Robert Pattinson. Another person so actually can fight. Same guy, different superhero. <laughs> and that's it for another episode of the Conversation Is Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Conversation Is Podcast. And Twitter at TCI underscore podcast. Post, tweet, or send a message to us about what film you'd like us to talk about next. And with that, catch you later.